So, can you hear me louder now? Yes. Okay. I'm just testing out, making sure that my microphone is in fact microphoning, and I'm not just recording it off of the computer. Can you hear me better this way? Or this way? This way? <laughs> Stop. No, you're not going to do that. Like the eye doctor is this. <laughs> no. No. It's like the eye doctor is this better? <laughs> no. Visually, it's like... <laughs> serious somewhere in between <laughs> i know i know because we're talking about a very serious subject no today. we're not <laughs> no no this is a classic 1990s film yes it is yes no, i love it it has got a style she's wearing leggings uh yeah like everything she's wearing is yep so do you really what, what did- we're wearing now Could we do a little introduction before we get into this? Yes. All right. You introduce. All right. We're going to. We're serious. This is Christy sitting up straight and Marcy. Maybe she's sitting up straight. (laughs) Um, It's so weird podcast. Um, It is our Christmas edition. Um, We are taking a break from talking about serious subjects. And uh, today we're discussing um, one of my favorite all-time um, Christmas movies. Uh, it is definitely in the top three, and um, that is The Long Kiss Goodnight with Samuel L. Jackson and Gina Davis, and um, nothing says Christmas like a shit ton of explosions. <laughs> and light. And light. And a hat. Uh-huh. <laughs> So yeah, so this movie came out in 1996, Um, just uh, for our listeners and viewers, because we are on Zoom today with video, Um, so, you know, if you care to take a look, Elu, you can, um, because we're here. Uh, so anyway, the movie came out in 1996, The Long Kiss Goodnight. Um, I love it. I'll bet I've seen it a hundred or more times. Um, and what I love about it is Gina Davis just um, kicks ass, whether she's the sweet school teacher or the badass bleach blonde assassin. <laughs> And I do want to get into that hair coloring job that she does because there is no way she went from chestnut brown (laughs) to platinum blonde in in one night. Yeah, didn't happen. (laughs) That is how you turn orange. (laughs) So, but movie magic, movie magic there. So, Um, how did we? How did we decide? How did we? This was the Christmas movie we loved. Uh, well, you asked me if I wanted to do a Christmas special, and I said, hell no, because I don't particularly enjoy Christmas. Um, I find it to be um, sad, stressful, annoying, uh, shallow. I, I really just didn't have anything good to say about Christmas. And you said, do you have any Christmas traditions? And I said, 
I watched this movie that I'll bet you've never heard of because people don't think of it as a Christmas movie, The Long Kiss Goodnight. And you said, I love this movie. <laughs> and, and how many times have I watched it? Uh, yeah, you said you've seen it multiple times as well. And yeah. so, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, at least 20. Yeah. It, it's cult favorite for me. It, it really is. I mean, it is, um, it is a classic. Um, my kids, I mean, so yeah, this is, yes, they've seen the Charlie Brown Christmas. Yes. They've seen the Grinch stole Christmas. Um, reindeer. Yeah. They've seen all of that crap. All of it. Right, right, right. But when mom picks the movie for Christmas, mom picks the long kiss goodnight. And it doesn't matter if you are five-year-old Sam or if you're 20 year old Sam, if you're going to watch a Christmas movie with mom, it's either going to be The Long Kiss Goodnight, Die Hard, or Scrooged. Those are it. Well, you know, Die Hard is along the list of alternative Christmas movies. Yeah. To me, there it is an alternative. Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Iron um, Man 3. I oh. mean, there's a whole list. Uh, Trading Places. Trading Places is, is a good, um, but it's just so, when it gets right down to it, it's just so dang wholesome that I can't get behind (laughs) it as a Christmas movie, because honestly, um, and, and there, there are people out there that are, um, deeply offended when I say this, I do not find Christmas to be a wholesome holiday. I find it to be a holiday that brings out oftentimes the worst in people and forces you to um, behave in a non-genuine way with people because this is supposed to be the season of love, the season of caring, the season of giving. And um, I just, I like well, to the, keep it real. The mythology says it is. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So I would say the mythology says it is, uh, whether people behave that way, I think they're forced into, uh, well, traditions, not traditions. They're not forced into traditions. They're forced into, there's expectations. Uh, there, you know, my biggest issue, and I'm sure that many people have this issue with Christmas is Christmas is a time that forces you to put a dollar amount on your relationship with another human being. And um, it can be very stressful uh, and disingenuous. And um, I try to avoid those two things. So that's why I'm not a big fan of Christmas. Um, You and I've talked many times, it's a lot more fun for us to randomly give and receive gifts, just random times. Throughout the year. Yes. Yes. Not, not, a not at the, date. not, yeah. Not at the designated time when retailers tell me I need to buy everyone I know a Christmas gift. So anyway. Yeah. That gets off topic. It does. It does. And we're talking about this awesome, awesome <laughs> a whole good awesome um, feeling of a movie <laughs> yeah. with all its uh, foul language. I think the warning I got drugs yeah violence yes um this movie <laughs> couldn't be better much, for christmas yeah this movie very much makes me want to smoke and drink um and behave badly oh, really? um yeah oh yeah 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 yeah. I, I looked at it as a movie of sacrifice 
just like Christmas, like Jesus on the cross. Hey, that's Easter. You're getting your holidays confused. I know you're Buddhist, but <laughs> he was born. He had to die. Yes. yes. So yeah, um, yeah, this is a born again movie. She, it, she it comes is. to an epiphany, it, a transformation, yes. Yes. a realization of a different personality she used to have. So yes. to me, and that is in the end, Christmas and Easter. Let's let's oh. wrap it all up into one. Yeah, um, I, I, I really love that in the end, she finds a balance between Charlene and Samantha. And indeed, um, but and, again, so yeah. the premise of the movie is, who are the and actors? Lisa. Would you like to say? Uh, I G- can say. You can say. All you right. So this. it's Gina D- Davis. <laughs> like Gina Davis, Samuel L. Jackson, Yvonne Zima, Craig. That's the little girl. Yes. Craig Birko, Tom Mondes, Brian Cox, Patrick Malahide, and David Morse. There we go. Yeah, I did. I knew half of them by their image, but mm-hmm. not by their names. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That um, Craig Binko. Birko. Birko. What a hottie. Um, I Googled him and like the third thing that came up was weight loss. And I thought, oh my Lord, that means there was a fat stage of him. Was it? Yeah. I didn't look. I didn't want to see it. He's the bad boy. He's the hot bad boy. Yeah. And apparently he went through a fat stage or a super we all. Yeah. I mean, I fight mine all the time. Yeah. I've. We were just talking about that. I, I um, had a lot of bread this week and now I'm not. Well, I mean, <laughs> no. I have a half of French bread loaf left and I'm going to continue this affair until it's over with. But All right. So our hot guy might've been. He might've been tubby. Baby. He might've, he might've been. He didn't look like that in this movie. He no. was the perfect actor. He really was. Or a bad boy mm-hmm. and, you know you saw the breakdown have of how i look at each of these characters i did see that <laughs> what did you think of that no i want your opinion first of the movie uh, of the of the movie of gina uh, davis samuel L. jackson her daughter her um, lover so so um i love every part of the movie because it takes me on this ride that is in no way reality-based, even though most things that I watch um, are complete fantasy. I do not watch anything. Um, I, I, I typically, 90% of what I watch has angels, demons, um, ghosts, or something that is not reality-based in it. Um, that's, that's, you know, I am definitely a fantasy sci-fi genre kind of person. Um, this is not fantasy, but clearly no one's reality. And I love that because it just takes me on this ride. Um, I get to watch this woman, um, go from being a, um, in control, witty, smart, funny, sexy school teacher, kind, kind to this 
badass, cares, seems to care about no one assassin that she has rediscovered inside herself. Um, and, uh, and then at the end of the day, you know, she has to acknowledge that, yeah, she's still a mom. She still really loves her daughter and she still really loves the world and wants to save it. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And how many fucking times does she save Samuel L. Jackson? How many times does he save her? I, well, that's, you know, that's it's interconnected. That's the expectation. Yes. And that's the, yeah, yeah. That's about this movie is I love the interdependent on each other. Yes. I love the chemistry between the two. I love the trust that they develop. I love that, you know, they, they form this bond on this adventure and that makes for good watching. So. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, your thoughts on this? (laughs) Well, it was a little bit more, um, you were deeper. No, not deeper. Just, you know how I watch movies. I tend not to watch them at face value in the greater sense. I look for a deeper meaning. Yes. Uh, I'm mainly selfish of enlightenment or self-realization, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so you're always looking for the characters to grow and it for, te- for uh, the not have for larger, the no for the director ah uh, to uh, give me a source of wisdom or enlightenment because I, I I do believe the directors for the most part I mean this had five stars on Amazon mm-hmm. 1996 so it's not a bad movie no no. Um, it's not other people found it very profound in some way or another, either (laughs) in the action, the foul language, the rebellion, anarchy, whatever you want to say. But yes, I mean, on a deeper level, it is, uh, you know, asking or showing us how we can be more than just one character we can right. be deeper than that we can be more things um, multi-personality and it goes back yeah. to our other podcast on labels and chaos mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. death and dying um i think it plays into all that and, and what i saw was that uh rennie harlan did we mention it was rennie harlan the director? Who directed it yeah all right so he i believe um he created a similar movie to Star Wars. Okay. There's a a mythology to it, Mm -hmm. which would make sense. They, um, both George Lucas and Rennie Harlan were highly influenced, I believe, by Joseph Campbell and Uh his mythology stories and the hero's journey. And I believe he created a female hero's journey yes he did he in which she represents luke skywalker Mm -hmm. samuel l jackson represents the reluctant hero of han solo solo yes (laughs) (laughs) and caitlin her daughter is very much like leia yes yes i for a child she was very brave yes i mean she was pretty calm 
Um, yes. And, and I love how at the end, the roles reverse, you know, yeah, mommy, exactly. I, I get out mommy. She I, becomes the adult. Yes. Yeah. She becomes the hero. So, it, so it's very much like Star Wars to me. And, and Darth Vader is, of course, the ever handsome, which is kind of opposite. Darth um, Vader was ugly and misfigured, but... Well, I mean, unless you go to the, you know... Uh, psychological. Yes, or the, um, you know, pre-Darth Vader, Annie, Anakin. Well, that's true. Annie was a beauty, wasn't he? He really was. Um, you know, even though I, I, I don't... Those, those three, not my favorites. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's not my favorite either. I don't care what Annie looked like. <laughs> either I way. I tried, but yeah. Yeah, so this was, um, it, it, it is a great movie. It makes me feel good. It makes me really happy. Um, yeah, I just cannot say enough good about it. And I love um, everything a lot of it's still very relevant. I mean, we were talking earlier about the fashion. Uh, Char- the yoga pants. Char- Charlie's wearing yoga pants. Um, that, that short jacket. Yep. Yes. Yep. That bleach, um, bleach blonde hair, the smoke eyes. Yeah. God, yeah. when smoky eyes ever smoky really eyes no They've been here for i i actually earlier today thought about since we were going to do this over zoom and, and we were going to record i i i did think about putting on makeup um and smoking my eyes uh but what you ended up with was i brushed my hair and uh you can't see that i'm kind of wearing pajamas you know i don't i know you don't care broadcast the the video i oh so this is just for me and you it's just audio okay <laughs> you're disappointed either way i would be really disappointed had i've smoked my eyes and we well we're that. missing out on a lot of bad characters here talking about politics yeah and and current events mr yeah. perkins yes mr perkins the agency so. intelligence but hasn't that the, story, like what I, I wonder about with that. So th- the story is Mr. Perkins is creating this um, terrorism scenario so that for he Cold can, War. For a Cold War so that Russia. he can, so that he, he can, um, well, it wasn't, was it Russia? Yeah, Cold yes, War. Yes, it was Russia, but he used a Middle Eastern man as the fall guy. Um, right. And, um, you know, so when did that start becoming the scenario like a hundred years ago uh 75 years ago like has is it just a cold war phenomenon you know where our where where we believe that our leaders that are in charge of um funding are going to create situations to put us in what we perceive as peril so that they can make sure to keep us safe because they have enough funding you mean through Hollywood? And maybe through real life. I mean, do we have any real life examples of that? I mean, you know. Of the Cold War. Yeah. Well, when yeah. Russia began. So, yeah. So that. that That's after World War II. Right. But uh, we're like, you know, I know that. Um, hmm. 
McCarthy and uh communist scare yes yes through Hollywood through well they you know he he worked through Hollywood you know he went through Hollywood and blacklisted all of these people was this going on before this like did we as Americans like is this how we told stories to each other is this is this what we believe that our government um was doing things like this have we i'm wondering like when did we start believing this because this is a very common theme in movies for the last i don't know 30 years at least maybe 50 years yeah so i that was the after world war ii Mm -hmm. we made a pact with them we gave Israel their land and then the Cold yeah. War began because they well, yeah. were the top uh, two U.S. and Russia competing in economy. But I guess what I'm wondering what, and not doing a very good job of asking is <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. Um, as, as the public, did we mistrust them and think that they were manipulating uh, things, uh, scenarios to get funding, because that's essentially what the story is. And, um, you know, uh, with, you know, modern times, we've heard this story many times before. I mean, oh yeah, this is sheer propaganda. Yeah. Let's get past that part of the movie. That's all propaganda. It could be China. It could be anybody. It could be North Korea at this point. I mean, Pick a partner. Yes. You got to dance with somebody. So yeah. she just got picked uh, in this movie since it was 1996. Mm-hmm. And we've just gotten out uh, of the communist scare, mm-hmm. the red terror, so to speak, of Hollywood. So Hollywood reflected that in the movies. And I think <laughs> Star Wars was the same example, but he was wise enough not to pick a country he created an empire an empire mm-hmm. he didn't have to name it no so no, in the long kiss good night he picked an empire to pick on mm-hmm. so, but it, it that was just a backdrop to his story of uh epiphany you know when she killed the deer mm-hmm. she passed out and then the transformation where she scared the hell out of her husband mm-hmm. and thankfully he was like okay you're you're a little psycho take care of your shit i'm gonna oh. take care of our daughter <laughs> and isn't that what we all want yes we, we're going completely to pieces yeah you want no, somebody just, to pick it up want somebody a child that says i'm gonna yeah. I'm, I'm gonna i make got this difference. you you go have your breakdown and wow well i think she was having more of a more than a breakdown I mean. a, well yes but, but <laughs> her know. house got destroyed <laughs> shit happens shit happens either way she need to leave yeah and, and that's we- where samuel her buddy comes into the picture not knowing the crap he's getting into no holy crap no but you know he should have walked away off on their adventure they go i mean and that's 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 the wonderful thing about human beings i mean sometimes that happens in real life not to that extreme but <laughs> I don't, not. 
sometimes people come along and say, I'm tagging along on this misadventure with you. And um, then that makes a great bond and great memories. Yeah, so. he was he he was really a, a reluctant hero. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, she and just then- got lucky. And that's where it comes into where the director is really good because he lays all this out mm-hmm. with her daughter, Caitlin. She gives her, uh, she says, here's some matches to light the candle and, yep. and the phone number on her wrist, uh, the wrist that she kind of forced her daughter to fracture. <laughs> sometimes, hey, sometimes moms are like that. Um, I very much in those, in those moments with Caitlin, when she was um, really being very stern with her, um, I connected with that um, very much because sometimes that's how you, you know, I didn't want to raise kids that were weak. And um, I did that on my own. I broke a collarbone. I went into work and painted a house. Sure. I mean, but as a a little times, yeah, I mean, you know, it it is, um, you know, you just got to tell them like, be tough, like shake it off, rub some dirt on that. And then sometimes later on you find out, oh, that required stitches. Yeah. My bad. Guilty. She Um, did. Yeah, she did. She did. (laughs) To keep it in perspective, it was not a life or death situation. Right. (laughs) I mean, that's, that's, that's the thing. You got to keep it. Okay. In so we've got the, we've got light as the candle numbers mm-hmm. as in the phone number on her wrist. Uh-huh. And then we have luck. Luck is always important mm-hmm. as part of the bracelet. Yeah. Isn't that the money? Yeah. That's the money. And Mr. Perkins, the teddy bear. <laughs> yeah. Who's her and- her boss her handler yes and also the cuddly teddy bear whom i'm so so sad to every time i see it i'm like oh yeah he dies that makes me sad um because you know one of the 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 best lines to me ever is when he's talking to i don't know if it's his um mother or he well he calls her alice in the movie but the old lady you mean how um her handler yeah um yeah how her yeah, handler yeah. yes so i'm sorry um yeah i i love that line in the movie where, where the dog's yeah, licking its asshole yeah, and he's like you know that dog has been licking his asshole for three hours either it's there to stay or it's gone and i love that i love that that was the best part of the movie i envisioned that i look like that little old lady if i ever reached 90 and get perms <laughs> the popular perm oh my gosh i you know we do see less of that now but yeah she oh was, yeah those chemicals are was, dangerous she was classic from you know that is pretty much how a little old lady looked from 1955 until 1995 yeah my my great-grandma irene looked like that yeah yeah, yeah. i mean the, the horn rim glasses and the short curly permed hair. Um, yeah, we don't have to look like that. Not anymore. No, 
No. Thank God. Hair color is great. No, we can shave it all off. Just walk around bald. You can. I probably won't. I mean, even if all oh, mine falls on. out. No, even if all mine falls out, I'll get a wig. I'm looking at you right now bald. Are you? I am. I do have a lot of forehead. You've got, you've got a nice head. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> um, hopefully we'll never so know. Continue. So where are we are where are we at at this movie? She's met this guy named Luke, which I think's hilarious because Luke Skywalker, Star Wars. Yeah. It, it I can't help but think that the director kind of was like wink wink. Oh, you think so? A little bit. Hmm. Just you a little bit. Luke's a bad guy. Um, I know. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, so Luke's a, a minor guy. one. The pea sitting down. And and that that has always do you, do you know what I'm talking about? Nope. So like she says um, to Samuel L. Jackson to convince Samuel L. Jackson that that like she did have a relationship with him. They were in fact um, engaged. Uh, she says, I know things about him. Right. He, he's sitting down. And I'm like, ew. <laughs> Why would a dude do that? I think I that's mean, pretty average. Is it? On a toilet, yes. Really? Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I've known too many men or you haven't known enough. Maybe I just know different kind of men. No. Or maybe I don't ask them. Like, right. Why I would you assume, unless you go? I just assume that they all pee standing okay. up. Okay. <laughs> Let's move, move on. on. That. But anyway, yeah. He, he see, he, that's a trivial piece of information. I'm all about the trivial. No, no. I mean, for her to know about him. Yes. As to whether she can trust him or not. I mean, <laughs> Well, I don't know if I had amnesia and I knew something deeply personal about a man like that, I would think that we had had some kind of relationship. Yeah, but whether it be good or bad, I would be suspicious at that point. Hmm. I mean, a lot of people have tried to kill her. I think Samuel has it right. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, I don't know this guy. He told Hal that. When Hal snuck up behind him, he was supposed to be guarding her. He wasn't. Well, I mean, he was watching her and Luke, but yeah, yeah, he got caught by Hal. Yeah, second time. Hal's a sneaky (laughs) little bit. He's a little bit off his guard, but you know, he's not like a super assassin. He's just a detective. Yes, my dream job, I think. I no, think. I'm pretty sure it's not. It's not like that. As a kid, that's that was my dream job, was to have a detective agency. But now, having known people a little bit better, I don't really want to know. No, you don't. <laughs> so either way, that got diffused by a bunch of fucking helicopters mm-hmm. out of the blue. Yes, that wouldn't happen now. No, no, because TSA needs to know everybody's flight plan. They can't just go. They can't just go out willy nilly with their helicopters anymore. That shit don't happen. Either way, she goes back, and now she becomes a victim of interrogation, basically just for a moment. 
Um, and that's just on a wheel a, tied a, up. Yeah. And, and I mean, how sexual is that? Like, well, like Samuel that, was in a fucking pit. How I loved that. <laughs> how odd that must be for, for most people. Both, um, both heroes were tied up and in hopeless positions. Um, yes. And who got out? Well, Charlie. The but lady. She, t- t- wait a second. And she goes and she got out because she's a trained assassin. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Either way, Sam was not a trained assassin, but yeah, she transformed. It was, yeah, it was a badass scene. It really was. It, it, it really, really was. Um, I, I would like to see more men in that position to be quite honest with you. Um, and fewer women, but you know, It'll take a minute, I guess. I think there have been plenty of movies with men tied up. Not enough for me. Star Wars was a perfect example of that. Not shirtless. Oh, I'm gonna have to go back and look at that. Not, not, not. What weird. about Han Solo? But bulging I'm pretty bulging. sure he was nope. what naked when nope when he I'm got frozen, sure. wasn't I'm- he? No, he was, was he fully clothed? clothed? Fully clothed. This was the late seventies. You didn't. They didn't need to have a man. Princess Leia was in a fucking bikini outfit. I, yeah, <laughs> and tied up to the fucking. How many Halloween costumes is that? Oh my god! <laughs> I know. Only among adults. Um. Yeah. Yep. Hopefully. Hopefully, you didn't let your teenager run around in princess leia costume no she didn't want to uh she was a werewolf for like 13 years awesome yeah great yeah yeah either way she got through the torture and her first quest question was where's mitchell where's mitch Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was admirable. I I liked that she saved him. I liked um, when she threw him out of the Bronco. (laughs) Went to Um, save him again. (laughs) Yeah, she, and and I love that he, you know, just accepted, hey, you found a use for me. Um, And he just laid there in the street, you know. Yeah, he he knew he was important. Yeah. Yeah. Then I I believe, just the way I look at it, my purview my ignorant, naive purview is that she knew that things were getting to be a lot more serious and deadly and she did not want to involve him in that situation. Hmm. And he laid in the street and said, nope. She's coming back for me. (laughs) She's coming back. (laughs) Coming back for me. That bitch knows I'm important. <laughs> We've established this bond, and indeed, yeah, and that and that really is what I love about the movie is is um, that they have this bond and that they work together, and that she's the boss, and that Samuel L. Jackson very quickly uh, realizes that and lets her be the boss. Yeah, I think he, I think it was three quarters of the way through the movie which he realized holy shit she really does know how to kill people yeah (laughs) yes she really is dangerous 
She really is. And I should just take my cues from her. And I love that. Indeed. Yeah. 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 yeah is so, that awful to think that way? Um, no, I don't think so at all. I think that that's pretty typical of men. Um, some men. Um, so I'm just curious about Gina Davis today. Um, I know she was in a series um, for a while where she was the president. Um, but, you know, she's somebody that we don't hear a lot from um, anymore. Uh, and I'm Googling her now. Um, and yeah, not a lot. Uh, the Gina Davis show, Grey's Anatomy, The Exorcist, Commander in Chief. That was the one where she was. Yeah, uh, I never watched that. I didn't watch that either. It's sad. It's sad, but uh, to me, a, I'm not going to say that. Um, I, it just wasn't something I was interested in. Yeah, that's not my interest. So not not fantasy enough. A female president. That's not fantasy yeah, enough. Yeah, I get tired um, of those. You know, House of Cards. <laughs> Et cetera, et cetera. Um, I'm sorry. I, I have not seen House of Cards. I, I saw some of it. You yeah. know, not all of it. Probably the first two seasons. I'm not really interested in movies that depict our officials. Yeah. Our elected officials. Let me remind you, elected. Yes. Look, oh, what is she's that? getting away. I have a kitty. She came up and she wanted some loving, but she did not want to be held. So she's gone now. Little sunshine. The way of cats. I know. I'm, I'm looking yeah. up her filmography. Also, Ava. Ava. She's an Ava. I don't know what an Ava is. Ava is the 2020 American action thriller film directed by Tate Taylor and written by Matthew Newton. Huh. It's got well, John Malkovich in it. Oh, I do like me some John Malkovich. I'm not yeah, Gina Davis, that. John Malkovich. I mean, Colin Farrell, Joan Chen. Huh. I don't know. It might be good. I, I saw the trailer to that, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about the yeah. long kiss. Good night. Well, we can't she, talk about a movie that we've never seen. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be problematic, wouldn't it? That'd be a short conversation. Either way, she gets locked up. She gets out of the wheel. She gets captured again. Mm-hmm. With her daughter, she's smart enough to bring the daughter into the freezer. She realizes she has matches. There's gas in the baby doll. Yep. And she tells Darth Vader, Timothy, that she's going to hear him screaming okay. as he dies. That's right. And she MacGyvers her way out. <laughs> she <of that> does. <laughs> She does. Now that I'm trying not to laugh into the microphone. That would never happen to me. I mean, I uh, suppose it could in theory happen. You could spark or ignite the gasoline with a spark from hitting. That'd be hard tried. Yeah. But I can tell Stirred you fire with that. that if I'm in that situation, I will need some more tools like a blowtorch. Yeah. I think you'd be screwed. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be frozen. But she she probed her she, she probed. 
she proved her knowledge of physics when she dove out the window and then shot the ice full up of bullets. I love that. I love. I love so that. She's got the MacGyver. Yeah, she memorized she very, the landscape. Very she servant because before <laughs> they went into the train station, she observed the sign that says "Don't skate on this ice; it's thin." And so when she's being thrown or jumping out the window to get away from the grenade, she remembers this and um, bravo, kudos. Bravo, what a bullshit move. (laughs) Samuel L. Jackson certainly didn't remember this. (laughs) No, but he he went. Yeah. He wanted to live. He's a survivor. Yes. He really is. He trusted her. Not only that, but... I don't know. And and that's just ask somebody to jump out a window. Come on. Trust. Yeah. Trust. Yeah. I I I And not only that, but just fuck it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, very early it. on, he was trusting her Effect. to make decisions. Right. Uh, right. life or death decisions. And I love that. She was really um the leader, the boss. And that was pretty awesome in that movie. So let's round this up to a christmas movie yes at the end yes she's in the semi truck with bomb her yep. daughter yep she thinks mitch samuel l jackson is dead yeah <laughs> which i found hilarious the parade uh-huh. the chaos the chaos and and everything the lights on the bridge mhm and she just goes for it. She goes for it. And yeah. then it becomes so unrealistic that I must say. Oh, but that's what I love. I mean, it, it's unrealistic from the get-go. So a one-eyed man escapes from prison after seeing <laughs> her on television. And then um, there are carolers. Have you ever had carolers at your house? I have no, never no. had I wrote that down in my notes, the Christmas carolers before One-Eyed Jack blows our house up. Right, right. So that's totally unbelievable. So we have carolers that are able to sing while they're being held at gunpoint. Okay, all right, I'll ride with you on that one. And then he busts into the house and blows a mammoth hole through the side of the house, which is incredibly conveniently located no, at the same level as the tree house. I mean, so, and, and this is again, like while it is based in reality, meaning there aren't any fairies, there aren't any goblins, there are no trolls, there are no demons, there nothing like no that. No magic. It is completely Hollywood movie magic. And that's what I love. So if I'm going to watch something that isn't sci-fi or fantasy based. I thought the pacing was great. Oh God. The M&Ms on the floor, the Christmas M&Ms. And that instead of the knife, she chose to kill One-Eyed Jack with a lemon meringue pie. I love that. (laughs) God. A classic favorite. Yes. Although, in my opinion, not really a Christmas pie. No, no, it's not. Yeah, but you know, um, it wasn't my family, but every pie pie was uh, popular. Yeah, yeah. I mean, pecan pie, peach uh, pie, apple pie. I, I, I think the women competed 
at least in my family, in the generations, everybody brought a unique pie. pie. So my favorite kind of pie is Hoosier pie, also known. Do you not know what a Hoosier pie is? No idea. Um, Does it have chocolate and peanut? Yeah. Mm -mm. Uh, goodness, I know the real name of it. Um, sugar cream. Oh, cream pie. Yes. yes, sugar cream pie is known also yeah. as Hoosier pie. And oh, I didn't know it was called oh my goodness. pie. That is absolutely something that I will eat until I'm literally sick, which That's would have good. fit if she, but no one would have known what a Hoosier pie was, but everybody knows what a lemon meringue pie is. Yeah, well, I don't think it would have recognized the the cream pie with the cinnamon on top sprinkled on top with nutmeg. Is that what you're talking about? Um, yes. Cream pie. Yes. Yep. That's, that's Nobody would have recognized. And then not only that, but it's not splatty enough. Uh, you're right. It is very thick. Yeah. It is. Mm. But I just found that the director's humor in um, slapstick uh, that's what I was getting ready to say. You know, the M&M's, the lemon meringue pie. I mean, there were some. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Ridiculous comedy going on. With but, the violence. Yes, with the violence. So an air, um, sort of an air of seriousness. Um, it was good. It was awesome. It was awesome. And um, I don't know. I haven't seen a movie in 2020. So I, I you know, there's nothing. Oh come out this year to compare it to although i am planning on going to the movie theater on christmas day to really see, yes to see the new tom hanks movie um oh the captain it's not called the captain um oh goodness i've been watching the preview about it um news of the world it's a Western. Um, that's also another, I guess, if, if we're, if we're going to talk about Marcy sort of Christmas traditions, I, I do traditionally watch some Westerns at Christmas time. And yeah, I'm not really a fan of Westerns. Uh, the only uh, Westerns I liked was the good, bad and the ugly. Yeah, it was okay. Mainly I'm, those grasshopper. I know that's extremely racist at this point <laughs> <laughs> i still like the theme the mm -hmm. idea behind it but i i think the last western i liked was that steampunk and they were on a train wow oh, i'm not even gonna think of it now i'll have to look it up later it it was back in 2000 wild wild west yes <laughs> i do love that one too it's a cheesy one but i like the the art Kevin Klein, will smith i know yeah it it, it is a good one i've Kevin seen Kevin klein is a he's a classic actor will smith i mean i don't yeah. know anything you can say bad about him i'm i know that in 2020 people have attempted but I'm yet to be you say bad things about Will Smith. Yeah. I, I yeah, I, I, I don't I, get it. 
I, I don't, I don't really get it either, but I don't super follow him. Um, one thing that I have learned in 2020 is, um, about Will Smith is people really don't like his wife. And what's up with that? Well, that's the problem, but you know, I, I don't like a lot of friends, husbands or wives. So what, what, what that has to do with anything? I'm not right. really sure. I'm like, what does it matter? They're actors, like <laughs> right? They're people. You don't need to like them. <laughs> I don't no. think his wife is standing behind him giving him rabbit ears. Well, I mean, even even if you don't, and and I say, I, I guess this is not true because I don't watch Mel Gibson movies. I haven't watched Mel Gibson movies really since um, like the second Lethal Weapon. I just I did like him in Maverick, um, another western. But pretty much everything else, something about him just rubbed me the wrong way. Um, and uh, there's another actor that's like that, that, that is very popular, that I just won't watch their movie. I don't like Tom Cruise either. I never did. Yeah, Tom Cruise, but that's explainable. We won't well, even go yeah, into I, that. Yes, but I mean, all the way back to Top Gun, like when Top Gun came out and everybody was going crazy and I was- Yeah, in- he's creepy. I was like, mm, you know, I know, but like, he's yeah, super, he's like dedicated. That. Yeah. He's hardworking. Yes. But there's just a creep factor there that I, I can't. know. Well, you can't, you can't, I'm, I'm pretty sure most people have that about a lot of actors and actresses. And what I say is then don't watch their fucking movies again. This is why I like this movie as a Christmas movie in the sense that she says no. Yes. Yep. Yeah. She, she says no she and was. does whatever her instinct tell tells her to do, basically. And she doesn't buy into anyone's story. And she follows her own path. And uh words of I don't words. know. Yeah, I like that too. Is that uh, naive? Uh, no, I think that that's a very good reminder, you know, of, of um, you know, I, yeah, <laughs> I think that goes back to Christmas, correct? Uh, I, I don't know how, <laughs> I don't believe <laughs> then again to me, Christmas means something else, um, something not good. Um, and, and I'm glad that I can finally choose my own path with Christmas instead of having to, um, you know, uh, parade my children around and, um, you know, buy into traditions that I think are silly or, um, you know, just not genuine to me. You know, my mom asks for the same thing every year for Christmas and it's completely free and I will not give it to her. (laughs) What is that? She wants me to go to church. Oh, that's a hard ask. It's a hard ask and uh that's a weird ask um it would make her really proud because it would proud of it would make her really proud to her church family to show that you know hey i have i i can force my kid to go to church still and um yeah it's a hard ask mabel mentioned that a few weeks ago when we were talking about um you know what are we going to buy grandma and grandpa for christmas because they don't need anything no of Uh, course not and uh nothing you can buy yes and so um you know mabel said you know if we just went to church and i said well you can go and um she said no well then why'd she bring it up 
uh, just bring it up, just like, poke me a little bit with that. But that's a, to me, that's a, a really, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I could ask mom straight up and make her think like, Hey mom, me going to church on amateur day. How, how does that make a difference in your life? But then sometimes, like, sometimes I just really want my kid to do something that they don't want to do. Like sometimes, but generally that's something like, you know, come over and hang out with me, not parade me, not let me parade you around in front of my friends. And that's how I feel. And that's why I don't go. Yeah. I would never go to church based on those reasons. It's a weird ask. It's a weird ask and not a very good motivation. I mean, if I'm going to go to church, then I'm going to go for the benefit of everyone and all. Including myself. And I, I, are are we going to include this in our uh, broadcast? Weird. Um, yeah. I mean, mom's not going to listen to it. (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) And and I mean, getting back to it's so weird. I mean, I think that that's pretty weird ask, but, uh, and, and it's also very weird of me for not really getting into her motivations. Like, I just don't want to know. I mean, to be quite honest, I just don't want to know. Yeah. I've never had those issues. So, so I was very fortunate. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, the movie was, it was great. Um, and it had a happy ending. It had a very happy ending. They with with lambs, yeah. <laughs> all things. I mean, every picture I see with Jesus or John the Baptist. Yeah, got those well, fucking sheep. Yeah. Well, what is it with their sheep? I don't know. I mean, what is it with the symbolism? The sacrifice. And the only thing I really specifically don't like about this movie as a part of criticism, Mm -hmm. why did they always have to kidnap children? Um, In almost every terrorist movie, any espionage or blackmail. And in real life, they don't. Well, hopefully not. Well, I mean, they don't. Well, let's go do let's do a google movies that kidnapped taken yeah uh i don't know it's every other movie they're kidnapping children um yeah i mean i'm not an authority on that because (laughs) and ghosts do not kidnap children um that's not really something that they need aliens do but um there, I, you know, it's weird. I don't do a lot of alien movies or shows. I do. I know you do. An immense amount of alien I, conspiracy. I um, I, I just don't. I, I don't know why, because there's certainly a fair amount of it out there. Um, but I don't know. I mean, uh, Netflix and Amazon and Hulu keep me pretty filled up with um my current fantasy uh sci-fi genre stuff i'm pretty sure that samuel jackson did a kidnap movie am i wrong where he was kidnapped or he was the kidnapper no let's see
maybe I'm thinking of the wrong person. Not the negotiator. No, I'm pretty sure I'm thinking of the wrong person. Although he's done his fair share of bad boy movies. Yeah. Die Hard with Vengeance, Time to Kill, Heart Eight. The Negotiator, Shaft. Hmm. I liked Shaft a lot. Black Snake Moan. Yeah, that one was a pretty... Well, it had Justin Timberlake in it. Well, it was pretty racy. He imprisoned a white woman in his house because... Okay. Okay, we can begin speaking. I'm like, pause. And I'm thinking, Christy, we can't pause because... No, no, pause in our speech. Indeed. Either way, Zoom Kiss Goodnight. You should watch it. It's a Christmas movie favorite. I think it delivers everything. It delivers the hero mythology, whether you be male or female, black or white pretty sure it crosses all boundaries as far as the perspective of identity culture even though it was made in 1996 that's 100 years ago it addressed healthcare, espionage mm-hmm. the russians i mean come on yeah and i mean it was a gun fanatic's dream there are a lot of <laughs> there are a lot of guns <laughs> and when she when she found those guns in her suitcase Ooh! right Sexy. That, you gotta admit and i said that to myself why is that hot it is why it it, it um i will tell you what when i used to go shoot guns um it was uh the reason exhilarating. it was exhilarating and i and um what would happen um is the fellas would you know first approach me with some small gun that would fit in my hand and then by the time the day was over with i was sitting behind a gun in a bed of a truck and it is very um exciting it's very fun yeah i've always liked guns I yeah. was raised uh, with guns. Yeah, I mean, appropriately, I was taught at a yeah. young age that they're yeah. very dangerous, and you handle them with appropriateness and care. There are situations in which you use them, and that you don't use them. I think that's pretty much common sense. Although, I don't have any common sense? Did you find anything interesting there? No, I'm scratching dry skin, <laughs> Marcy. How am I going to edit that? This is why I don't video Zoom with you. I got dry skin. I need lotion. Lotion in the basket. (laughs) Why do we keep coming back to that? I did not put lotion. I put lotion on my neck and my face last night, but I did not put lotion on my shoulders. It is a whole body thing every day, one to two times a day. Here is exhausting. This is, I know it is, you think that's exact, like I, I'm I like, do, I find it very tedious to uh, manually take care of myself for. Ma- so yeah, I think I use like four different kinds of lotion right now. Yeah, five, I only have five, like three. Five different kinds. Every yeah, fuck that. Yeah. I have fast farms. 
call out to Bass Farms Lotion. Yeah. Yeah. How are we going to end this? Because we've already had to delete like four conversations that I know of. Oh my gosh. Fuck. I think that we had a good ending to it. And um, I will just wrap it up by saying um, if you celebrate Christmas, I guess you should have a merry one. If um, you don't celebrate Christmas, have a happy happy holidays. And if you are like me and just choose to pretend that it's just another day, um, then. Yeah, you don't because you were out shopping. um, Yes, I was. You're so full of shit. Yep. And that is. Do I go Christmas shopping? Have you heard me once? No. No. Not at all. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. That that was my um, obligation shopping. Um, (laughs) And um, I don't like it. Um, To be honest with you, um, my kids are getting things that I already own other than a sweatshirt that I bought for Mabel. But um, so big surprise, kids, you're getting stuff. I'm just re-gifting. But it is things that they want. It's little um, family treasures that they specifically want. And I don't know if because of the death and dying podcast or what, but they want those things now versus. (laughs) We started. I'm so sorry, Marcy. That's okay. It's good for them to know at a young age. It really is. It's very helpful. Yeah. Well, and, and, and yeah, and I'd rather give them stuff that I'm not using and that I know that they want now yeah. than 20 years from now. Like I don't, yeah, and, yeah. well, I make them wait. I'm not using this shit. <laughs> so, right. It's just crap anyway. That's so, the way I look at it. Yeah. Anyway, thanks folks for listening again to It's So Weird podcast with Marcy and Christy. Um, you can find us on Spotify. Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube. Uh, you can check us out on our website, www.itsoweird.com. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook um, at It's So Weird Podcast. Uh, we are somewhat on Instagram in that I am HB Gym Lady and Christy is Barks Loudly. So um, don't us forget up. iTunes. Oh, iTunes. crap. Yeah, we're even most popular phone in the world. Are even on the evil iTunes. So yes. if you were like Ugh. me and owned by Apple, you can find us there on iTunes and give us a listen. Leave us a comment. Tell your friends about it. Um, you know, we're just having fun here, and hopefully you are too. So we will see you um, in 2021. Thanks. Good night. Good night.